Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk, Transformation with Edge. And today's episode is going to be about the dark night of the soul. But before we get into that, I'd like to thank everyone for leaving their five-star reviews on iTunes, on Google Play, on YouTube, however you choose to listen to this podcast. Thank you so very much for leaving your five-star reviews. Thank you for leaving your comments. That's how I know to make more of these and that these podcasts are getting into the right ears and helping you to have insight and transformation into your life. So please keep leaving those reviews. And as always, to sweeten the deal, when you do leave a review and some comments, take a snapshot and then email me at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com. And you get to have a 30-minute discovery session with me over the telephone or over Skype or some kind of other video messaging. And what that is, is 30 minutes with me to help you to strategize some ways to become unstuck in a certain area of your life, be that career, be that your health, be that your relationships, and get some more clarity. What it is not, is it's not a free hypnosis session, it's not a free therapy session, it's not a counseling session, I do not give you permission to hemorrhage all over me with your problems, no, it's just about coaching you for a little bit to help to help you to get to that next level in your life. So attach your screenshot when you left the five star star review and we will book that with you but right now on with the show today's episode is as i mentioned it's about the dark night of the soul and really what is the dark night of the soul some people will call it depression or a great sadness some people in the addiction community might refer to it as hitting rock bottom or having a mental or emotional break or breakdown. I like to look at it a little bit differently. It's the process that can occur in any point in anyone's life. Typically it can be after a, a kind of a serious illness. It can be after a death of somebody, a breakup of a relationship, losing a job, but something quite significant that happens which causes crisis in your life, upheaval, fills you with a great deal of fear, a lack of purpose, loss, a feeling of anxiety, sadness, hopelessness and an overwhelming sense of I don't know what to do next. It's the kind of thing that will keep you awake at night and you'll just get up and you'll just sit there and you'll not know quite what to do. The way I like to look at it is a little bit different. I like to look at it a little bit more spiritually. I like to look at it a little bit more spiritually and really what the process of a dark night of the soul is and it can last anywhere from an hour to two weeks to a month to possibly a year to a couple of years to be in this place and this is a place where essentially your ego goes to die because essentially whenever we have an issue a sense of loss a sense of lack of purpose in the life or, or that dark that dark matter that's come in it's really because now you're on a path of, of, of basically clearing and, 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 and basically almost destroying that building and having debris and the ability to have a rebirth or, or build something new, something better into the future. And this is because the ego is now being called out for what it is. And it tightens its grip on you to hide you from the light that you are. The dark night of the soul is a process. Many spiritual seekers, and you don't have to be spiritual at all. It's just a different frame to look at it. Go through at some point in their lives. I, being one of them, 
the dark night is not mentioned in many spiritual texts and teachings a lot of the times we are being told to be happy and rise your vibration and do the power of now and look at the light but none of this will be lasting until you have loved the dark the dark night of the soul is an overall beautiful experience of suffering where a person's ego their false self is caused to die and their true self which is love allows it to come forward in a way that it's never existed before even though this is a very beautiful and sacred process and doesn't happen to everyone it can be perceived as incredibly difficult at times especially when you're in the thick in the deep in the mire in the bog of that dark night of the soul this is why it's called the dark night of the soul it may seem like it's a night but it can almost feel like it can be a dark century sometimes as well and really where this comes from originally is from a poem I believe it's at the turn of the 19th century it's called the dark night of the soul and it's uh, by somebody called Saint John of the cross and here's his poem on a dark night kindled in love with a yearnings oh happy chance I went forth without being observed my house being now at rest in darkness and secure by the secret ladder disgusted oh happy chance in darkness and in concealment my house being now at rest in the happy night in secret when none saw me nor I beheld Olst without light or guide save that which burned in my heart this light guided me more surely than the light of noonday to a place where he well I knew who was waiting was awaiting me a place where none appeared O night that guided me O night more lovely than the dawn O night that joined the beloved with lover lover transformed in the beloved upon my flowery breast kept holy for himself alone there he stayed sleeping and I caressed him and the fanning of cedars made a breeze the breeze blew from the most from the torrent as I parted his locks with his gentle hand he wounded my neck and caused all my senses to be suspended I remained lost in oblivion my face reclined on the beloved all ceased and I abandoned myself leaving my cares forgotten among the lilies so this is where it originally came from you can make of that poem anything that you want to make of it and there's various different breakdowns of that online pun intended but see the dark night of the soul you feel as if you're stuck in the dark and there's no light there's no way out you don't think you're ever going to see light again you already feel totally alone due to this process and on top of that that is not talked about in a lot of spiritual texts this is because again they look a lot at the light 
and trying to want to run away from the darkness, not realizing that the dark will only grow darker the more you ignore it. Many think that they have to that they've done something wrong when the symptoms of the dark night appear, especially if they just went through so much perceived spiritual growth. It tends to be people who've gone through a lot of growth, spiritual growth, that the dark night can appear. This is the furthest from the truth. When you find yourself in the dark night, show gratitude because you're going through some sort of rite of passage, a spiritual detox, if you will, a transformation of character at the deepest level if you don't like the spiritual overtones. The pain you feel is the pain you have tried to suppress for years, decades, even lifetimes. And now it's finally bubbling up to the surface to be healed with the love you give it even though it seems painful to face this pain you should feel honored that this pain is finally flowing out of you we don't even realize the heavy baggage that we've held on to for so long for whatever reason you're in a position right now if you're going through this where it is inevitable to heal your pain, suffering and feeling separate, separation from source. This pain is not a personal pain, even though it definitely feels very personal when you're in the dark night. Since our ego selves don't really exist, but we filter the world through them, this pain is only a feeling we attach stories and narratives to. This pain you feel is is collective and a felt through out the world we feel this due to our belief that we are separate entities cut off from the source when you accept and heal this pain you heal the world's suffering automatically when you're in the dark night you'll feel that you're in the deepest darkest grief-stricken depression you can imagine Though you are in a spiritual depression, a transformational depression, if you will. This is different from clinical depression because the symptoms do not necessarily come from a, a certain external event, although they can. You are not depressed because of someone or something. It just naturally emerged. You feel miserable, to say the least, and you don't know why. You're suffering. You try everything to break yourself out and nothing works. The more you try to get out of the dark night, the more it persists. All types of emotions that you've tried to suppress for so long haunt you in the day. Day in, day out. Guilt, shame, frustration, hopelessness, anger, sadness, self-pity, loneliness, to name but a few. These emotions are trying to get your attention, but we keep ignoring them and resisting them. Think of these emotions as the child that only wants your love. They're trying to get your attention until finally you face them, accept them for what they are, emotions. They're not your emotions, they're just feelings in the body that we tie a story, a narrative to. During the dark night, you feel totally alone. You don't know many, if any, people that have gone through this or are currently going through it. You don't 
feel like being bothered with loved ones and friends that don't understand because they either think that you're crazy and need help or their own fears arise about it and make matters even worse if you could snap out of it you would but you barely have the energy or even many interests anymore all your energy is going to the ego through resisting the inevitable or trying to protect the false self things that don't serve you anymore you feel totally stuck and the funny thing is you truly want to be stuck or you wouldn't be in the dark night of the soul anymore this was a realization that i had during one such episode of a dark night in my soul on one end you were miserable and suffering but on the other end on the other hand you know that to leave from this dark night you have to let go of this suffering and allow this change to occur and this is one of your darkest fears your ego is deathly afraid of finally coming out of existed even with all the suffering I felt during my dark nights I still didn't want to let go because if I did this meant my identification as the ego would drop and then what the fear of losing control that I'd never had really anyways and I'd have that fear of the unknown that kept me stuck in a very uncomfortable spot yet surprisingly comfortable sometimes the external circumstances during the dark night can get so uncomfortable so overwhelming that it pins you into a spot where the only way to get out of it is to, to surrender not to submit to surrender there is no way that that little personal self can fix these circumstances anymore and you need to allow your life to work through you at the time you feel so frustrated with this situation but when you remember the big picture you realize this is such an incredible fucking blessing the reason we find ourselves in the dark night of the soul is because we're learning to truly accept love and surrender this is our true nature the ego knows this and puts up a fight a struggle real strong fight the ego is unwilling to give up control and fearfulness and this is perfectly normal because this is the ego's nature when you see it is the ego's nature and not your nature and that it is inevitable it gives you the power to allow now to get out of the dark night well it's up to you how fast you pass through this depends on how willing you are to let go of your addictions yeah even those emotions the bad ones and the good ones are addictions just like crack is to the crack addict just like alcohol is to the alcoholic just like sugar is to the obese person the tighter the ego's grip the longer it will take this was me we're addicted to suffering and attaching to the pain because we love to fight ourselves we're in a consistent battle with our ego this battle is what keeps the ego alive the fourth self so then we believe we have an identity a construct by society 
Without this battle, we don't know what would be. We fear the unknown territory and being vulnerable to this, but this vulnerability and unknown territory is love. This is our true nature. We are human beings, and this means that we're always seeking the being or love to fill the void we feel as humans since we are seekers. This is a catch 22 is that we fear the one thing we want more than anything. These are all the reasons one would find themselves in a dark night of the soul. The first step of getting out of this process is to realize it's natural, it's inevitable process to go through. Since you're in it right now, probably if you're listening to this, once you realize you're in a dark night of a soul, you will realize nothing is wrong with you and you can start to step out of the way and let this detox work through you and for you and when we're in a dark night of the soul we want to get out of it so much because we can't take the pain we can't take the suffering we can't take the insomnia we can't take the grief we can't take the loss we can't take that bruised ego but when you realize that you are in it because your soul truly wants to be in it and that you can let go of any time you can accept this process as inevitable you have to go through it there's no hack to this there's no shortcut this will speed up the process because you're embracing it and you are not resisting it anymore the next step is to do nothing nothing and for me that was the hardest thing the hardest thing was to do nothing because I had all these skills as a change worker all these great techniques the hardest thing for me to do was to do nothing now I don't mean going from one extreme to another I don't mean I've got all these techniques and I've got to fix it and put my Mr. Fix It hat on I don't mean the opposite end of that pendulum which is Oh, I'm a victim and the world is beating me up and the world is so unfair and why did I lose this and I've got no control. No, I don't mean that. I mean just accepting that you're going to go through it and it may last an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year. But you'll get through it at some point. And for me, that was the most noblest thing. The most noblest and heroic thing was me to realise that I had to go through it. And endure it. And it's a, it's a simple step. It's a very simple step. But coming from an ego point of view, this is impossible and symbolizes death for the ego. The ego will make so much noise telling you lies and trying to get you to worry and be fearful or to control. But you are not these thoughts or feelings, you are far greater. Since you're aware of these thoughts and feelings, you will love all the awareness of self. So when these thoughts come up, simply watch them. And if your feelings come up, simply feel them. Love and embrace every thought, every feeling, situation that you've been trained to resist. Love the darkness. Acknowledge when you're resisting something and just be aware of it and feel how it feels in your body when you resist, when you constrict around it, when you become tight and compacted. 
So doing nothing is the most heroic, noble thing that you can do in this context. Because it simply means to simply be. Be the love and the awareness that you naturally are. The dark night of the soul seems miserable dark and that you'll be in a martyr full of darkness full of pain and you want to run away in a corner in a fetal position you want to cry you want to eat that sugar do those drugs have too much sex surf on the internet watch tv to escape overwork overstudy oversleep because it seems so fucking dark and miserable and this is because you're resisting so much the eagles, the ego's feel fearful grip is so strong at this point because it wants to stay alive. We've forgotten that we are love, and if we love, we embrace everything because we realise the inevitability of doing so, and because we know that nothing can harm us, nothing can touch us, nothing can shake us. The light. That you are shined on everything so that it would turn it to its natural state of light also we are all one and since we all have and all that we have is the now right now you won't get out of the dark night of the soul tomorrow you'll only get out of it now the key to getting out of it is loving to love yourself to love the universe the only reason we're here on earth and the greatest thing is just to let go of our egos the dark night is an illusion friends we have always been home and we've been the light the whole time that we were looking for it in the dark night of the soul and of course we have been the light. How else would we have been aware of the dark? If we were dark too, we wouldn't be able to observe the dark more than the darkness. Take this beautiful time to finally face and embrace the dark once and for all. Let the light of love shine on you as it dissolves it, as you are awakened. That you are love now. There is no other way it could be. Everything else is merely in a dream. Is merely an illusion. The more you resist the dark night of the soul. Because it's too much for you to handle. Or the stuck place that you're in. The more you keep repeating the lessons. You need to learn over and over and over again. You've always heard the, the story of the person who dated the same person but with ten different faces. Accept and embrace where you are now. Embrace this pain. Embrace this suffering. Know that you're helpless in this process. And just surrender to the love. Use your pain as the catalyst for change of great transformation and rebirth. Any transformation in life has to go through some pain right before. Birth is one of the most painful things you can go through. 
just before coming out of that birth canal caterpillars snakes crabs are a few animals that go through a transformation where the old self dies to the new self be like the phoenix and rise above the ashes of your old force self just by being the love embracing the dark being the light remember life is all about circles nothing lasts forever view this process as a rite to passage a remarkable transformation a rebirth a reboot and you'll finally be free from these baggages that have clung onto you for so long giving you so much resistance just like spring always comes after winter and you see the light just like dawn always comes after the darkest hour you will see the light just like the sun is always behind the clouds your light is always illuminating your way through the dark night of the soul trust in this process and know that it is just a process and this too shall pass to quote Buddha like a lotus flower that grows out of the mud and blossoms above the muddy water surface we can rise above our defilements and suffering of life some things you just have to go through and they take the amount of time that they take and the only way to make them go faster is to let go of that need to to go fast and to accept what it is and accept that nothing is permanent nothing you're going to die one day we all are except this is a beautiful time of transformation but that thing you've been running from so long in your life that you finally get to face and just by the mere fact of facing it and surrendering to what is not tapping out not submitting but surrendering it by doing the hardest thing which is just a letter to engulf you it will pass I'm going to share with you some tips on how to expedite it as best as possible before I do some of you may have listened to podcasts before where I've shared one of my dark nights of the soul that pretty much lasted oh, I don't know 25 years it's a long dark night of the soul and for many years of my life, I had suffered from e eating my emotions. Um, I told myself that by eating a lot of sugar, a lot of carbohydrates, it made me feel better. And I consequently, I had battles with my weight and the health through much of my uh, much of my life. About 25 years, I'd gain 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds, gain 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds, gain 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds. Knew how to train, knew how to eat, but it was not enough. And then one day, being a change agent, I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm just done with this. Done with this problem. Give me another problem next year, but I am done living this problem. So I, one day, I was indulging in some carbohydrates because I was feeling bad. It's a donut or a Starbucks frappuccino or some um, sour sweets candy for our American friends. And after the first bite or two, it was tasting amazing, orgasmic. It felt great. 
second bite, second sip, again, amazing, still tasting pretty good, but the third bite for the third sip, I'm like, I actually don't feel any better anymore. And this lie that I told myself that it made me feel good was that was a lie. And as soon as I realized it was an illusion, it was a lie, I said to myself, I don't know what's underneath this, this cause for me to eat all this sugar, to anesthetize myself from feeling feelings that I probably don't wanna feel, a dark night of the soul. But you know what? The next time I feel the urge to do this, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna eat all these carbs and this sugar. I'm just going to sit in it, sit in it, and I'm not going to use my hypnosis skills or change artistry skills to make it disappear. I'm going to sit in the suffering. Not to make that my story or my narrative that I'm a victim of the world and poor me. And not to put my man hat on to try and fix everything, my change, act, change hat, I have to change everything. But to sit in it, because it would be the hardest thing that I could do, was to sit in it, to feel it. And I've told a story before. I'm walking downtown Toronto. I believe it was in spring sometime. And I just had this dark night of the soul. Can happen in the day as well. This dark cloud that came over my head, metaphorically. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know why it was there. But all I knew is I went to run home. Distract myself. Eat a bunch of sugar to feel good. But I remembered the deal that I had with myself is, first of all, it was a lie. It didn't make me feel good. And secondly, I said I'd face it. So I remember standing downtown Toronto to feel this dark night of the soul. And it came and I wanted to run home. I wanted to cry. I didn't know why. I wanted to go home, go in a fetal position, distract myself. Didn't know why. Didn't need to know why. Didn't need to know why. If knowing why was enough, then you'd have a conversation one time with a counsellor, one time with a psychotherapist, one time with a friend, one time with yourself. And it would leave your body, it would leave your mind, it would be gone. But how's that working out for you? Yeah, it didn't work out so well for me either. So it came. I remember I just timed it. Looked at my watch. It was about one o'clock in the afternoon. And I just stood there. And I just let it come for me. I just felt it. The strongest I've ever felt anything in my life. All of it. All of that darkness. I felt it. Because I knew at some point it had to pass. Maybe it'd be an hour, a day, a week, a month, a year. I don't know, but it would have to pass at some point. And I remember fully embracing that darkness, that feeling. I'm not using anything to distract myself, to try and make it go away, to be a man and to try and fix it. It lasted 75 minutes. 75 minutes, seven, five minutes is all it lasted. Now, don't get me wrong, it was a dark, fucking miserable 75 minutes of suffering. It truly was. But it was only 75 minutes and I'd spent 20, 25 years running from it, putting a band-aid on a bullet wound because I didn't want to face it. And when I finally faced it, I never ever had a problem with food or my weight again after that. Now that was about four or five years ago and I've never had another problem ever since. If I hadn't gone through it, the usual structure would have been gain 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds in a year, gain 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds. I probably would have gained and lost 50 pounds five times in this amount of time. But by accepting it and just accepting what was at the source of it, the root of it, even if I didn't consciously knew and to embrace it, it just went and it never came back. 
the interesting thing happened when when that happened with me prior to that I'd worked with clients with, with weight issues and I'd have a level of success with them but it wasn't as successful as all the other areas be that anxiety stopping smoking other addictions uh, traumas with people as soon as I faced it in myself I started to attract those clients again to me that wanted to work on this especially around weight and my success route my success route in helping people through weight just went up exponentially because I'd gone to source in myself and it healed it in myself which gave me the ability to heal it or to allow other people to heal it in themselves because I was walking the healing I was walking my talk no longer being a phony about it that's not the only time I ever felt darkness in my life another dark night of the soul another dark night of the soul and that was with one of the girls that I loved most in the world, Suda, when she, she passed away. She died of cancer. She died of cancer um, before I moved over to Canada. It was about a week before I moved over to Canada. And we were not together romantically anymore, but she was uh, a deeply spiritual person and someone that meant the world to me. And at that time, I felt the love of my life. Now, I guess she was one of the loves of my life. She died. She died. She died. And I remember just realizing that I had to just feel it. I had to just feel that grief. I had to feel that suffering. Realizing this is my body's way, my mind's way of healing myself. I had to feel it. I had to go through it. I could distract myself all I wanted, but it was still going to be there when the distraction left. I had to feel it. Not victimize myself, not poor me. Just realize this is a part of life, loving someone so much. And then they went and feeling that darkness. And that darkness lasted for a long time, lasted for a couple of years actually. But there was something significant. There was something significant that happened. It lasted about two years. But in the midst of this darkness, of this suffering, of this grief, I remember waiting for a bus in my first year in Toronto. I was so sad. So sad that I'd never see her again, never be with her again, never have a conversation with her again. And in the midst of all this darkness, I asked myself a question. And the question was this. Amongst all this darkness and grief and sadness and loneliness, could I still feel happy? I don't know if it was my unconscious mind, my higher self, if such a thing existed, it said, yeah, yeah, you can. And in that moment, there was a shift, a vortex that opened up in this black hole of light. I remember waiting for my bus then and just being in a state of bliss. Because I knew that I'd be okay. I knew I'd make it through. Sometimes in life, you just have to get through stuff by hook or by crook come hell or high water Eckhart Tolle you may be familiar with him he wrote many books the most popular being The Power of Now he talks about one of his dark nights of the soul I believe it's in the first uh, chapter of The Power of Now and he talks about just essentially what he thought was a mental breakdown having on a bench I think it was in London but not sure and he was just there and he just had this darkness, this sadness, this depression that he'd, that he'd labelled it 
or clinicians had labelled it. And it just felt, it just was lost and had no purpose in his life. And one day just accepted to accept what is. Just accept what is in that moment without resisting it. Without victimising it. Just accepting it. And in that moment it gave him a spiritual evolution in his mind. Which put him on course to help millions and millions and millions of people out there. With these books and these teachings. You probably listen to this because you're going through something. Maybe you're going through a dark night of the soul. And it is dark. It is dark. It is scary. It's, it's, it's a very dark place. and You could be sleeping someone next to someone in your bed and, and, and still feel completely alone at 3 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you might know why it's there and other times you might not know why it's there. Like me with the sugar. The sugar problem. It doesn't matter necessarily if you know what it is or you don't. It's going to last however long it's going to last. But I promise it won't last forever. Nothing does. So some ways that have helped me to navigate my life through my dark nights of the soul. And I'd like to depart upon you. Perhaps it would have made it a bit faster if I knew this the first time I went through it. Because the first thing is when you're in the middle of a dark night of the soul. First thing you do is you accept it. You accept this is where you are. You're having a dark night of the soul. Don't resist it. Don't fight it like I did for many, many years. Just accept it. Alright, I'm in it. I'm in it right now. I'm in the darkness right now. Number two. Realise you're going to have to go through it. Yes, you can put it off. You can distract it. By any means of distraction, social media, drugs, sex, porn, video games, over-exercising, getting too involved, being a workaholic. But it's still going to be there when you put that mouse down on your computer, when you log off your computer, when you stop jacking off to porn, when you stop over-exercising, when you stop trying to control everything. It's still going to be there waiting for you because there's a lesson to be learned from it wish it could be another way but number two you're gonna have to go through it and when you accept that you have to go through it you can probably get through it a little bit faster number three real tough one for me do nothing do nothing do nothing I could have used my skills as a change worker to maybe make these things disappear quicker sure I said, I said to myself, remember, what's the most noble, courageous thing I can do right now? It's not distract myself. It's not to use all these skills. It's to just feel it. Do nothing. Let it come. Let it come for me. And to quote Shinsuke Nakamura, the current WWE United States champion, it's kind of like standing there and saying, come on! And feeling it. Embracing it for what it is. It's just an energy. Number four, surrender. Surrender does not mean being weak. Does not mean submitting to it. Like a chokehold, like a kimura that's been put on your arm. A rear naked choke that's been put on your throat. But surrender to the process. Just surrender. Means All that means is stop tensing up around it. Accept it. Surrender to it. Realising it's going to be as long as it's going to be. 
And while you're doing all this, number five, remember to be kind to yourself. This is from a guy that would go, talking for myself, that would just go, 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 fix it, fix it, fix it. You can fix this, you can fix everyone else, you can fix yourself. Fix it, do it now. Why are you not fixing it fast enough? Why are you feeling bad? You have to feel amazing all of the time. Because why people come to see you. Fuck it. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Doesn't mean running away from the dark night of the side. Doesn't mean medicating yourself with food, internet, drugs, anything like that. Even sex. With someone or with yourself. It means being kind with yourself. Realising. Stop beating yourself up. Accept it. Love yourself. Look after yourself. Because you're the only one you're ever going to get. Most likely. And doing those five things can help expedite the process but none of it's going to make it go away you're going to have to go through it and if you believe in reincarnation if any buddhist listeners out there then the faster you get this when you come back the next time you won't have to go through it again you have a whole set of different problems but it'll be more exciting because it'll be new so again those steps to expediting that dark night accept it resist it it's there you're in it number two you're gonna have to go through it you're gonna have to go through it whether you go through it now or later you're going to have to go through it at some point and it's going to be no easier a year from now 10 years from now 25 years as it was for me to go through it than it is right now number three do nothing accept it feel it realize there's beauty in this suffering Number four, surrender. Don't tap out. Don't victimize yourself. Don't submit. But surrender to this rite of passage. And number five, be kind to yourself. It's going to take as long as it takes. Be sweet to yourself. Look after yourself. Be kind to yourself. Take time for yourself. Nurture yourself. Whether that's having a bath with a bubble bomb, whether that's about getting a massage, whether that's about eating some good nutritious food. Be careful that being kind doesn't go into a distraction though, but do be kind to yourself. And realise that this too shall pass. You will get through this we'll get through this it's a little bit like taking two steps forward and one step back when it comes to this dark night of the soul but you've got to realize you've got to let that ego die you've got to let the ego die because it's not you you're more than that ego because you can observe it the most important piece of advice that i can give you also to add to this is take full responsibility for your life for the good stuff for the stuff that's not good whether it's your responsibility or not take full responsibility for your life for your station for your situation in life and as soon as you begin to do this you'll immediately be empowered to change your life instead of being this victim out of control poor me oh my god posting on social media to get sympathy to get likes from people so they can feed into this narrative that you're spinning around be noble about it be courageous face the darkness face the darkness alone it's your rite of passage 
yours, no one else's. It's an amazing gift as well. So I've been Luke Michael Howard, aka the Hypnopunk, with another episode of Unstuck Transformation with Edge. If you've enjoyed this and you'd like a fact sheet on those five ways to expedite this dark night of the soul, then shoot me over an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com, mail at lukenosis dot com. And request those five tips on the fact sheet that I can send over to you in that special report. Always believe.